So you wrote a book and it's funny. I hear this a lot about podcasting. Everyone has a podcast. Everyone has a book. It's not true, right? Like then you look at the numbers, it's just not true. Even if they did, it's still not a good reason to not do it because everyone has a car, everyone has a house, everyone's doing these things. And you, you wrote a book. That's a big undertaking. It's funny, my father, who was in the dental business, he owned a dental practice for many years, sold out his business. And when he left, everyone was like, what are you going to do? He did all sorts of things. He played golf, he was day trading, he still had his real estate, right? He's doing all this stuff. And he was writing, writing, writing. It's like, why don't you write that book? Yeah. He wrote that book and it's become his career. It's become such a passion for him to write this book. And now he published his first book. He's writing his second book, but it's not some easy task. You just sit down and you're like, oh yeah, I just wrote a book. No, and everyone talks about it. It's like miserable at times and it's really difficult. And you're doing rewrites. At one point you think, oh no, the book's ready. It's like, no, 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 you're going to start from the beginning and you're going to rewrite yeah. the entire book. So what was that experience for you with writing the book when you set out to do that whole project? Well, I'm probably on a similar path as your father. Yeah. You know, and it's funny because I was told in high school and in college that I couldn't write. I failed freshman <laughs> English in college because of writing, not because of the grammar tests. But I didn't really learn how to write till later. And my secret is I just write like I talk. So when people read the stuff that know me, it's like, it's like you're talking to me. Yeah. I don't know whether it's good or bad. It's just as my thing. But if you think about, you know, I've been an entrepreneur and then I was an investor and then I ran an accelerator and maybe I'm impacting one or five or seven companies. Now I'm into like helping startup communities, which means I can help like hundreds of entrepreneurs in an area. And then you think about a book is I just trying to get my ideas out because I think I have a point of view that's interesting, right? Yeah. So I enjoy it very much so. And I got two or three other books lined up and I might even take a chance and write a piece of fiction. We'll see if I have the guts to do so. Yeah. I've uh, got a whiteboard with characters, right? Sitting That's over awesome. here. We'll see what happens. But for me, writing is is a little bit cathartic. It's like, I like the idea of organizing my thoughts. I love the idea. Like you said, you get to a certain point with the book, you're like, if I have to read this damn thing one more time, <laughs> right, right. I'm going to vomit, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm still in like book publishing slash marketing mode. Yeah. And I'm like, can I get rid of this and start, you know, when can I start writing again? Yeah. I heard that. that I just want to write. Yeah. I think my dad was going somewhere. He's like, can I just go write yeah. right now? I just want to write. And a lot of times it's allowing the author. And I've always thought this, like the creator, the artist, the podcaster, we work with a lot of people and we help build their podcasts. And what we try to do is allow them to have that conversation, create the narration, whatever that might be. Don't get lost in all these other pieces. Your talent is in this. And it's a lot of times in entrepreneurship, right? Like this is your role. Do that. Don't get too lost over here because next thing you know, you're spread too thin and it's really difficult. Yeah. So this is my second book. The first one was almost totally, I kind of did a hybrid publishing with a good friend who's a longtime book agent. And we put that together. This time I said, I'm going to hand this off. Yeah. I want the production, someone else to handle production. Yeah. And it's a better book because of it. Yeah. It's worth the investment. Yeah. I think so. I'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Well, we talk about nowadays, right? You can learn about from Seth Godin, James Altucher, and there's opportunities that anyone can write a book now. That's where the whole concept of, you know, I think about college. One of my kids was applying to college and you don't have the test scores, you have the common app and you could just send it. And so college applications have gone through the roof because you could just send it out. And, you know, you got to do, there's like obviously small parts that you still have to add to each college most of the time. But it's become an easier process, which I think is a yeah. good thing, right? To get featured, to do press release, right? To get on the local TV show took 
like an active Congress. Nowadays, you could show up, which I've seen you done, and you're on all these different podcasts. And so writing a book becomes much easier because you can publish it. You don't need Penguin Random House nope. to distribute your book. And you have Scribe Media, who's done incredible things. And Tucker Max had built it, or one of the people that had built it. And a lot of people now are able to publish a book that otherwise wouldn't have been able to. And I think that, yeah. I, like I said before, I think that's a good thing. I think it's a very good thing. Well, I think everyone is an expert in something and they should share that expertise. Yeah. And by the way, we all know today that you have to kind of market yourselves to some limit yeah. or some extent or whatever. And so writing a book is my way of doing that. I yeah. also do some blogging and some speaking, but I like that. So, you know, yeah. if you like it, do it, right? Why not? And I would imagine you've built up the audacity to put yourself out there. And I guess writing a book's maybe a little bit different. Being on a podcast for the first few times is a little bit different. Did you have that? We're like, oh gosh, like, what are people going to say about this? Is my writing terrible? Is this, or you're just like, I don't really care. I'm putting it out there and I know what I know and I'm see what happens. Yeah, probably a little bit of both. Yeah. You know, I do care, but it's amazing that once you get the first kind of 10, 5, 15 people to read like a sample, I have a business partner in the uh, technology accelerator that we ran together, you know, for four or five years. And he's extremely bright guy. And he's got a Stanford MBA and a law degree from UNC. And when I give it to him and he goes, this is good. Yeah. Like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You still have that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Keeps you on your toes, that type of thing. Well, it keeps you on your toes. But, you know, let's face it, we all have doubts about certain things about ourselves. So, you know, it's good to get outside. Yeah, Validation. it's one of the number one things is why I've seen people not create, whether they don't start a business, whether they don't create their podcast, whether they don't write a blog or a book or something like that. And it's totally understandable. It takes a lot and you don't know what's going to be said. And you said before, I think everyone's an expert. Everyone has a story and you don't know what that story is. And I guarantee you, I always sit back and like, go read your emails. Go think yeah. back to the conversations you just had. You know something that people would be interested in learning. And maybe it's a family member. I've heard that from... We talked to a former Army combat veteran, Black Hawk pilot, and his mom, he wrote a book and his mom thanked him. I didn't know you went through all this. I didn't know these stories. She was in her 90s at this point. And that there, I mean, he was like choked up just talking. His father had passed away when he was in his early 20s. And to hear that story, it's like, that's why you create. And it might be just your family member, but it also might be someone on the other side of the world, the other side of the country or next door to you or in the same state. And so... I think it takes time to build up that, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to do it because it is tough. It's very tough to put yourself out there. Well, I'll tell you another little story in that my father medically retired at 40 years old. They gave him eight years to live. He lived 38 years. Mm. He probably read four or five books a week, every week for those 38 years. And so a little sad note is that he never got the chance to read the two books I've written so far. Yeah. But yeah. maybe I'm kind of writing a little bit for him too. You know? Yeah. Look, dad, I could be one of your guys. So yeah. Yeah. Share your damn stories. Yeah. And by the way, implied in that is a little bit of the fear thing. What are people going to think? Or can I really do it? And to your point about it's mechanically easy to do it. So fuck it. Like go do it. And if the only people that read it are your 10 people in your family, you know, go to Lulu, which is a great little book publishing path, you know, create 10 books, send them to your family and say, I'm done. Right. Like, why not tell your story? Yeah. I love that. You had said it on a podcast and someone had asked you, and I'll put the link to that episode. What's the last advice you would give or take more risks? You said, take more chances. The downside is just not that bad. And you said it there in a different way. And that's so it. 
That is so it. And I appreciate hearing it because we all need to hear it sometimes because sometimes we get concerned that we're going to go down this path. Oh man, that's a big chance I'm about to take. And you're here to say, no, 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 go for it. You know, sometimes there's these like bucket list things and people can overdo those things. And I'm really not a big bucket list person, but there's been a number of things that I've kind of said, you know, I'd really want to do that someday. Yeah. And I've kept them in my head and I'm just about done the first five, right? Wrote a book, now I have two books, jumped out of an airplane last October, <laughs> afraid of heights. Yeah. No reason to do that again, but I can say <laughs> that I did, did that. It. Yeah. Uh, did it, by the way, just south of Charlotte in South Carolina. Oh, very cool. One day I wanted to do stand-up comedy in front of an audience. I did it in front of the 300 staff, my staff peers at Techstars at our annual meeting one year. Yeah. So like we all have those things in our head, just decide to go do them. And I don't know, life's richer and fuller because of it. Yeah. So I would imagine then you appearing on these podcasts of which you've been on a lot. You're on the little bit of media tour, book tour, that kind of thing. Do you enjoy it? I mean, obviously you understand the value in marketing and putting yourself out there and it's a different age than it was possibly when you were working on MapQuest and other businesses that you've done to say, wow, man, I'm just talking to people that I otherwise would never have met. And I don't know how you feel about that experience, but podcasting is obviously something that you want to do. How has that worked out? Yeah, well... I'm going to get squishy for a second. And I say to people all the time that I believe life is about these meaningful connections that you make. And first, you got to get connected to people and then you kind of make them meaningful. And we're having a really fantastic conversation. I didn't know you were in Charlotte. You're an hour away. I can kind of see you from my office. But like, you never know what the serendipity of how two people connect and what that's going to mean. And so like, I get to talk about how I think. I get to talk about great experiences. And if one person listens out there and says, you know what, I am going to go write that darn book. I feel like that's a really cool thing. I have no fear in talking to people, meeting people and diving in. So here we are now besties, right? Yeah, that's right. I'm with you on that. How do you feel being in the business that you've been in and all the different things that you've done and talking to different entrepreneurs, the word ROI or the letters ROI, return on investment come up quite a bit. And with marketing, it's very confusing, right? I've always heard the story of, when someone shows up to the Mercedes-Benz dealership. And why were they there that day? Did they see in the Entrepreneur Magazine on page 18 that there's the Benz that they wanted? I tend to think it's a culmination of many things, many factors that played a role in getting them to show up. And if you ask them on that day when they're in this showroom, why are they there? I don't know if they could truly give you that answer. Mm -hmm. But when you think of marketing, when you think of podcasting and all these things, like what's your ROI on being in this room with me today and talking about the things that we're talking about or what's the ROI in podcasting, how you do it for business. Like when you hear that and answer that any way you want, like I'm not saying I have the answer for it. I'm just interested in what you're thinking about it when it comes to ROI, marketing, podcasting, writing a book, all of that. Yeah, so my ROI is not money. And maybe it's because I've been lucky and the success I've had previously. My ROI is, can I impact a thousand entrepreneurs a year? That's my little artificial goal. And to do that, I'm also a huge Seth Godin fan. So I believe in the long tail, right? Yeah. And so I send out a a weekly email of my thoughts. It goes to about 8,300 people, average about 1,000 people per email, kind of open it up and click to the link to read more. What's Seth say, right? Find 1,000 passionate people. So I'm like, it's working, right? Yeah. If that goes up, that's just a gift. So that's my goal is how do I impact a thousand entrepreneurs, whether that's doing a podcast, whether that's speaking, whether that's doing, I still have open office hours. You can go to my website, you can schedule. I'll do a 20 minute one-on-one with anybody. Yeah. It's your 20 minutes. So 
That's my ROI. Content Matters with a Z is our content marketing company that helps entrepreneurs tell their own stories to those who care. And here's the thing. We think every entrepreneur that is willing should have their own content platform. And we want to help make that happen, both by working directly with entrepreneurs and by sharing our own stories, exploring the craft of content marketing. Content Matters, one piece of content at a time. Learn more at kazcontent.com.